0: I'm being eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm being eaten by a Tyrannosaurus
1: Rex. Oh, me, he's up to my knee. Oh, heck, he's up to my neck. Oh, gulp. That was a song mom used to sing with me when I was really little, and I remember it. It's like one of the like, most memorable songs I remember we used to sing. We were just hanging out. Uh, I don't know how the rest of the song actually goes. but
0: Yeah, we might have missed a, a body part in there somewhere.
1: Is this your first podcast ever?
0: I believe so.
1: First podcast? Have you ever been on a radio station interview or anything?
0: Not an interview, but I w- have been on the radio before. What were you on the radio for? <laughs> In high school, let's see, I don't know, a friend of mine, we went out for the teen board at Ma's Brothers Department Store.
1: The teen board?
0: Yeah, well, you would model their clothes. They'd have little modeling shows. So you were a
1: model and you got to be on the radio? Yeah, boy. And oh then my that goodness. Led to...
0: Um, commercials on the radio and they used to, I would remember driving down the road 16 and hear myself on the radio promoting something that was going on in St. Petersburg What? Yeah. you never
1: knew that? no I never knew that I knew you were a <laughs> cheerleader Yeah. well how have you been doing lately? You doing pretty good? I
0: am doing fantastic
1: she is a free bird now She's yeah. very freshly, very newly retired. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. <laughs>
0: Still can't believe so, that.
1: I told you, I told everybody I was going to have you on to do like a, a interview kind of on, you know, how your career was and everything and how retirement is so far and what your plans in retirement kind of are. So, um, I can't believe you're retired. Crazy.
0: I can't either. Well, it just really feels like I'm out for the summer.
1: Right now. Right now. And like, usually around
0: the first of July is kind of when I start, my brain would start getting back in school mode. Mm -hmm. You know, because we, it seems like we started going back earlier and earlier. Like on my birthday, July 31st, never had to be in school teaching, pre planning, or anything. I don't know, has it been eight years or so ago, they started having us come back oh, in July. Oh, yeah, you
1: started having to go back like on your birthday. And I would
0: have to go on my birthday, and that was not fair. <laughs>
1: terrible, not fair. <laughs> it's a terrible birthday gift to have to go back to school for, after the summer, of course. Like, yeah. it's one thing to go back on your birthday after, like, a weekend, but, like, after summer break and then your first day mm-hmm. back is on your birthday, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I'd like to say, personally, as your son, that I'm super happy and proud of you uh, for re- retirement and everything. It's kind of weird for me, too, because I literally grew up while you went through your working chapter of life. That's right. Um, and in the same school system. Yes. Pretty much. Well, yeah. for
0: About oh, six years. I yeah. Guess. I mean, yeah. I
1: start, well, from second grade to 12th grade, for me, you yeah. were in the same teaching in the school system that I went to. So, mm-hmm. It was, it was weird because I remember being in grades below your grade level and then being in the hall with you yeah. and then going to like middle school and high school and everything. And then still I was always, part of my identity was always Mrs. Lamb's son. Mm. You know, I was always, I had my own identity, but a portion of it was always, oh, if they didn't know me by gavin or football or anything else or my friend group it was always oh that's miss lamb's son (laughs) she was my teacher so uh yeah it's pretty
0: and you you weren't happy about it many years you would you know because you thought everybody got to leave all your friends left the school and probably were just having fun all the time but they were probably going straight home and doing homework too, because you'd have to come to my room get your homework done right away.
1: Yeah, but thank goodness for that TV that's, that actually played Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, after your homework I, was done, I at least done, got to watch Nickelodeon watch TV, TV shows. And you know or what? Or
0: sometimes in my first classroom, you like to play in the sink.
1: Oh yeah, well and yeah. like, Is that do why Lucas? You think that's why Lucas likes to play in the sink? Maybe. No. Well, I, yeah. Well, it's because there was a bunch of like clay and art stuff over there in that closet, and I could get in trouble with it over there. Maybe. I remember one time pouring paint in it and filling it up, and then sticking my head underneath because <laughs> I thought it was going to color my hair, and I thought that's how like dyeing your hair works. And I was it probably
0: like, whatever. I, I've got work to
1: do. Yeah, so. she was like, well, he's keeping himself <laughs> occupied, whatever. Um, I also remember something really cool from your first first classroom, and it was when one of the students made their uh paper mache volcano, oh, yeah. and I thought it was so cool. And then you replaced that volcano with my volcano for mm-hmm. years, right? Yeah. When I finally got to make, what grade was that? Was fifth, it fifth grade? Fifth grade. Okay.
0: Well, we, we used to teach, yeah, volcanoes. I hey, think that's so a fun. third grade standard now.
1: So fun! You got to make your own paper mache volcano and then do the. Mm-hmm. What was it? Vinegar and baking soda? Yeah. And then erupt. It was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: And food coloring to make it red if you wanted it to food look I And
1: mean, You know they have things now that it's like a pre-bought yes. mixture and yeah. it's like already orange and it just... Mm-hmm. It's weird. Darby and I bought one like a year ago. We're like 30, but we bought a toy. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, So... I got to see your career kind of from a different point of view, but I remember when you graduated from West Georgia mm-hmm. to become a teacher. Yeah. And then became a teacher, and then we moved. I am I moved from, like, Sand Hill Elementary to Carrollton Elementary with you. Yeah, and we had
0: a couple years of college before you were born. And
1: then you were going back. And
0: then I back. had to finish. And really – When I first went to college, I had no desire to be a teacher Mm -hmm. at all. Um, What were you planning on doing? I always took business courses, you know, just something in business. But um, your dad and I at our first church in Sylvania, Georgia, um, about a year after I'd been there, somebody said, hey, would you be interested in substitute teaching? And so I did that for a little while. Um, And then another pastor's wife, she and her husband were actually leaving town moving, and she asked if I would be interested in taking a parapro position that she had. And once I did that, and really at the time we needed the insurance, so a Mm -hmm. lot of pastor's wives will work um, so they can get good insurance with the school system. And I did that. And that is probably where or I know for sure that is where I thought That's where your interest in I'm, teaching come. I'm came I i do not know when, but I'm I'm gonna go back and get a teaching degree. And
1: yeah. those years as a pair pro helped you retire now, yes, right?
0: And that was a that's just a total God thing because
1: otherwise how many years would you have left before you'd be able to Well, I
0: had twenty four years um, as a certified teacher in the state of Georgia, and then six years, those six years in Sylvanian Statesboro when I worked at RESA for a time, that's actually right. what it allowed me to retire now. Yeah.
1: That's awesome.
0: And I had no idea back then how important those years were going to be. So, you, so that when, was a God thing.
1: When did you find out you were going to be able to use those years? To retire i you know, had you always
0: to. heard you know those years would count of course when i left um those systems i had you know very little paid into the teacher retirement sure and we just took the money out when we moved but um it was it you know it wasn't as much as teacher years to buy back but i was able to buy those years back and or that you know time back and that's what helped me retire.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to go through some of the best memories of going to school in elementary school with you. Oh, okay. So some of them, well, their best memories and just most like notable to me. Some that I like very, very fresh on the brain. I can always just like hand pick those out. Um I think my very first experience or at least the first experience I ever remember of ever eating Chick-fil-A. Most notably a Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit on the uh, way to school. Yeah. And you were like, "Let's stop and get breakfast." And I was like, "What? We don't do that. Like, <laughs> we've never done that." We swung through Chick-fil-A's drive-through and got chicken biscuits and my, I just blew my mind how delicious mm. that was. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever had I don't think I ever had Chick-fil-A before that. Surely. I don't
0: know. We did to go to McDonald's a lot for kids. Happy meals. I don't
1: know if like where we lived before, like Tacoa and like they didn't have Chick-fil-A. Yeah,
0: you're right. So I think that like that might have been the first place. And Carrollton
1: was like the closest Chick-fil-A that we ever lived near. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think that was the first experience I ever had with Chick fil A. And I'll you know (laughs) that's crazy. (laughs) That blows your mind. And as soon as you ever eat it, you you're like addicted. So it's awesome. Um but I remember always, you know, we didn't go every morning, but we, when we did, it was always special. We'd always get in the car, say our morning prayer. Um listen to um, for a long time it was Star 94. Uh-huh. Remember? Oh, uh, uh-huh. Stephen Vicky. Stephen Vicky, Vicky <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. And then after we started listening to J93.3, the Morning Cruise mm-hmm. a lot, which they've been going for like 32, mm-hmm. 33 years now, something like that. And I just remember listening to, to that in the morning with you on the way to, to school slash work for you, um, and then getting Chick-fil-A every now and then was and awesome.
0: Wa- wait a minute. You went through a phase where we'd have to put in a cassette or um, CD. <laughs>
1: well, I'm sure I did.
0: You remember what group it was?
1: There's <laughs> was probably a few groups, but I'm sure most notably it was probably NSYNC. Yeah. Sync. <laughs>
0: We'd be singing NSYNC In sync, that was my
1: jam, man.
0: He'd sing so loud. Look,
1: I realized I had a voice. And I could be a part he of this group. He does have a
0: good voice. I
1: like don't sing bad. a lot, but when I do, I try to sing good. But I, yeah, I liked NSYNC. It was another boy band, B.B. Mac. I think they were like mm-hmm. a, I don't know if they were British or not, but I remember that was like the only, Sister Hazel and B.B. Mac were the only two CDs we took with us. Out West. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. <laughs> we just just listened to those the entire yeah. time. Um, So, yeah, we listened to that, stopped, got Chick-fil-A. Going on the fifth, when I was in fifth grade, fifth yeah. grade always had a Savannah trip, and mom would always go, and I didn't know if she was going to be able to go when I went just because of conflict of interest or whatever having like my mom there with me but i guess they did did they not have other parent chaperones that go or is it just teachers
0: not at that time no as a matter of fact if if mr north had still been the principal there he'd never allowed teachers with kids to go on the savannah trip
1: oh that that might have been the
0: first year he he
1: kind of waived it
0: well some i forget who who became our principal um, we were still at the elementary school. Oh,
1: Mrs. Gay.
0: Oh, but he was the fifth grade principal at that time, assistant oh, principal, okay, okay. and then he went, I think, maybe to the alternative school to run that.
1: It was actually and a really... And
0: so Debbie Williams became oh, yeah, yeah, I remember our that. fifth grade principal, and then she didn't see a problem with it, so I got to go.
1: That was cool. Yeah. But before I get into that, I remember a story about Mr. North when he hired you. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, going to that school, I thought it was the coolest thing. They had pencil machines. You could put in a <laughs> quarter and get a pencil and erasers and stuff, and they just spit oh. it out like a vending machine. I'd never seen that before, and yeah. I was like, this school is rich. This school <laughs> has my- – I've never seen a school with a machine where you can just get pencils. Um, and I thought that was pretty neat. And also, that same day, I thanked him for hiring you and told him we had been eating at this Mexican restaurant next to the church where Dad was preaching. It was called El jalapeno, and the couple times that we went, I remember specifically I only ordered one thing, and it was a Mexican pizza. so it was an ethnic pizza it was Mexican pizza. Well when I met this man i had we had just eaten there like the day before. it was fresh on my brain. Um, I love Mexican food and I love Japanese food. And what I told this, this guy is that, thank you so much for hiring my mom. That's awesome. I'm going to make you a Japanese pizza. (laughs) Never never heard, never heard of a Japanese pizza Uh. before I messed up. I meant Mexican pizza, (laughs) said Japanese pizza, but till this day, that man will walk up to me and remind me, you know, where's my, where's my Japanese pizza? And I should have made him one in high school just for the fun of it. And I I still have the opportunity, technically, to make it and give it to him. But I told him at the retirement thing when I saw him, I walked up, shook his hand and said, yeah, I shook his hand. And I said, sir, I'm still working on the recipe for that pizza. Uh, And so he started laughing. But, yeah, that was funny. Uh, Trent North, great man. Great, great. uh, Well, he was a teacher, right, for a while. Wasn't he? Or was he always just no, in the administration? Think, yeah, he was he a taught, teacher, and then got into administrator, and, and now, now he's, he's the...
0: the superintendent of Douglas County
1: Schools. So. It's pretty neat. Yeah. He's a he's a good it guy. took the
0: time to come to, come to, the, to retirement the retirement thing, reception,
1: and said something about each one of y'all, too. Yes, he did. Special. Very you were personable. One special thing about y'all's relationship was you were his first hire as mm-hmm. a principal, right? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, he probably is the most personable principal I ever worked under. So That's, I think that is key. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. You gotta, I think it's always good to have relationships with your, with your bosses to a certain mm-hmm. extent, you know? Um, so yeah, the Savannah trip, fifth grade finally got to go because I was in fifth grade, obviously. And you, you, it was a good behavior thing. If you were not, a, well, was it grades and good behavior? Or was it just good behavior?
0: I mean,
1: I mean, they, I know the two kind of tend to go yeah, hand in hand. Yeah, they do. But, but, you know, but yeah, so good behavior is what they always told us. So to keep us in line. We never and everything. said
0: you had to have a certain.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, grade certain grades. But anything, actually, but. fifth grade was the first year I ever got to see. It was my own fault. Yeah. I was just lazy. Didn't copy. I thought it was optional. Copy the notes. It wasn't. <laughs> so I got in trouble. Um, but yeah, I remember going on that trip and just you know i had been to savannah before because my dad's family was from savannah so we'd go to river street and go to all these places a lot growing up but i'd never been with my friends and school school buddies and everything and it was really cool to see one thing i'll never forget and i'll always take with me is the the fact that how much i took for granted how often i did get to go there Mm -hmm. and and go to the beach and stuff in florida and savannah uh, my whole life growing up going with you and dad and Sometimes me and dad would just go to South Georgia and go to Tybee Island. Mm. And then when we'd go to St. Petersburg, Florida and go to the beach. I got to see a lot of my classmates um, that had never had the opportunity to go to the beach before. Mm. See the ocean.
0: Yeah,
1: And, like, I was more excited to see right. them be That's, excited exactly. than I was for me to be there. It yeah. was fun to be there with everybody, for sure. But it was so much fun to see these kids see the ocean for the first time and step into the way. Like I'm about to tear up because it was so it, you you never know. Like I took it for granted because I had been seeing it my entire life, but these kids were some in. Some
0: of them had never been out of Carrollton. Yeah. yeah. Some
1: of them never left mm-hmm. Carrollton before. And they were four and a half, five hours away from home getting to see the ocean for the first time and mm-hmm. stand in it and touch it and, and taste the salt. And like, yeah, I mean. it was, it's cool to to see that experience and, at a young age, as like, even a fifth grader, I will never forget oh. how I got to see those kids react. And like, what's one kid? They told us, don't go, but like ankle deep or something, because well, we weren't supposed to be yeah. swimming. And this one kid was just like, this is awesome. And he like <laughs> went neck deep swimming out there. We're all like, hey, come back. We got to get on the bus. There was always one. Yeah, there was always yeah. some, but uh, you know, kudos to him. He had a blast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the bus um, drivers weren't happy when everybody came back wet.
1: Oh, and Sandy, too. They're like, this is terrible. Mm. We're going to have to hire a cleaning crew. Um, Let's see. So fifth grade Savannah trip was always fun. I remember Mom made me. We There was this one night where you go out. Um, <sighs> I now, did not She, make she didn't make you. me. In retrospect, I'm glad that I danced with the girl. But this girl, I guess she had a crush on me, but she wanted me to dance with her. And uh, I,
0: I'm specific. My memory she is. Said if she said, I just asked happened, you, you need to dance with her. Did I? Because I don't remember saying anything. I just remember witnessing she said something like, Gavin, you'll dance with me. And you went, okay. <laughs> and it was so sweet. I got to uh, see his first little dance. With so a girl. I
1: danced with this girl on a riverboat in yeah. the Savannah River. We had a dinner and dancing in fifth grade it's probably like the the biggest dance that we I ever had in my life up until that point So, so fancy fancy so i remember that it was fun um and and like i said in retrospect i'm glad i danced with the girl i at least got to dance with a girl on a boat in fifth Mm, grade even though i heard you know i heard whispers that one of these girls that was my crush actually wanted to dance with me I, (laughs) i didn't pursue that because i was too shy but you know It is what it is. Um, Yeah, fifth grade Savannah trip was always fun. Um, We had, I don't know if it was mom's first, but it was my first car wreck. And we had our first car wreck together going to school one morning. Yeah, that was my first wreck. Yeah, the bridge was icy and... We kind of like slid Slid and hydroplaned and just kind of did, I don't know if it was even a 180 or a 360 or what, but we were turned around and slammed into the guardrail. And Mm -hmm. I just remember mom holding her arm back, trying to do the mom arm for the passenger seat, but I was in the back seat and she was holding her arm back. Are you buckled? Is your seatbelt on? Is your seatbelt on? Is your seatbelt on? Boom. And my head just smashes into the side like window. Doesn't bust just really hard and we're just sitting there and she's like are you okay and i was like yeah are you okay <laughs> and she's like yeah and then i remember the school resource officer at the time i think it was officer mansour yeah. mm-hmm. came he was the first one on the scene and mm-hmm. you had actually forgotten your purse that day so you thought we were about to get in trouble because you didn't even have your license on you but thank god they he did. knew they... who you were yeah. And he was just calming you down. He was like, "Everything's gonna be fine." Yeah. Blah blah blah. And we ended up. You still took me to the ER or something to get you checked out.
0: Egg, so yeah, I had yeah, a goose egg. I had a goose egg on my head,
1: so they wanted to make sure I didn't have a concussion, which I don't think I did. I just had rocked my head on the side window pretty hard. Um, I don't know if I had a concussion or not. If I if I did, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Um. So yeah, that was a. Uh, a weird trauma. And it wasn't traumatizing, but it was a, it was definitely an experience. Oh. And I remember another teacher that retired with mom, Tanya McCall. She was walk. She saw it, or they were behind us, and oh she gosh. parked and gets out of the car and starts walking. And she slips on the ice oh, on the way there. And all so I hear sweet. is her kids in the car laughing at her when she starts <laughs> slipping around, and they're like.
0: <laughs> she slipped she, she was so nice she stopped to see if we were okay oh my gosh
1: she did and she i was, was very like, thank sweet thank
0: you but just get back in the car yeah i know i was scared we're that we're both I... gonna be out here
1: i know she did she stopped and got out of her car to come check on us but I she started slipping that. and i'll never forget her kids <laughs> i heard them gosh I almost fell <laughs> They were laughing in the car. And she was like, "Y'all sit down. <laughs> Y'all sit down right now." It was so funny, but she she is such a sweet lady. Um But yeah, that's pretty cool. Y'all got to retire together. We did. Yeah. Um So, yeah, oh yeah, the one thing to mention about that wreck is it was only like 2 miles from the school. Mm. <laughs> we were almost or there. Yeah, yeah, it was maybe a mile and a half from school, so that was kind of crazy that it happened right there. Mm. Um So when I got to high school, I already had a ton of people looking out for me because part of my identity, like I was saying before, at Carrollton City Schools was being Mrs. Lamb's son. So, uh, you know, I always had like some of the upperclassmen, the seniors, when I got to high school, all knew me as Mrs. Lamb's son because that was the seniors when I got to high school were the kids that were in your first class at Mm -hmm. Carrollton. Mm -hmm. So they all kind of like. Took me under their wing as far as like the football and weightlifting stuff yes. went, and like I knew our starting quarterback folks and uh, everything. Yeah, so, yeah. great guy. Um, it was it was cool, and also in that same starting class, just a little shout out, let's give a little clout. Mom taught uh, NFL long snapper for the Atlanta Falcons he in was that class. He
0: my first fifth grade class.
1: His name's Josh Harris. He represents Carrollton.
0: And, you know, I think he's, he's going to California now.
1: No! To play? Yeah. Wow. He's well,
0: been doing it for 10 years. Oh, That's yeah.
1: pretty good. At least. So, yeah, because before he went to Auburn, and then from Auburn mm-hmm. became a professional long snapper at the Atlanta Falcons. So, Pretty cool. Mom taught an NFL player, yeah. probably multiple by now.
0: And by the way, Drew Folt's mom retired this year. I saw
1: that. I saw him post her party uh-huh. stuff. So that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, Lisa, right? Yeah. Lisa Folks. Mm-hmm. So shout out Miss Lisa, Tanya McCall, <laughs> Tracy Rainwater. Who else? Give out the other teachers you.
0: Cindy Cantrell, Jennifer Gunnels. That's five, right?
1: Don't leave them out.
0: Cindy Cantrell, <laughs> Jennifer Gunnels. Tanya Me, McCall. Me, Tanya McCall, and Tracy Rainwater. Did okay. I say yeah, that? Yeah.
1: Okay. Those are the five that retired from yeah. your school. Yeah, just my school. So, and I heard Coach say that that was the most that's ever retired. in At one time. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, we were, we call ourselves the originals. We're, we're the, the <laughs> <They're> few. Vampires. <laughs> the few and far between that um we're still at the school at that particular building that was built in 2005 and so there's not freddie bennett it's like one of the last originals that's Sky crazy new um i think there's one oh, or coach two others. yep coach new is there i remember him um and of course
1: um He's still at that Donna
0: Durbecker and Mercy in the
1: office. You know what? I think I saw her that day, and I didn't say you hey didn't because I didn't recognize day. her. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Miss Donna. I went to school with her son. Um, she's a really sweet lady. She always said hello to me. Yeah, and always talked oh. to me. So yeah, your
0: dad said the same
1: thing. She was just really nice, really nice. I mean, she worked the front desk, so I guess she was mm-hmm. supposed to be. But she man, she was the perfect person for that job. Yeah, she is. Um, all right. I'm gonna go reset the camera and then we'll finish this conversation real quick. But I'm gonna leave the audio running. You should do the
0: Jeopardy thing. Alright,
1: alright, we're back We're back in action had to reset the camera every 30 minutes um so yeah ms lamb's son i already mentioned the paper mache i got like a whole list of notes here uh paper mache volcano finally got to make my own um let's see oh look at my notes I'm like <laughs> i like coffee read your <laughs> i know it's pretty bad um let's see we shouted out the other teachers Okay, yeah, so I asked you to pick a Bible verse to read off and explain why you chose it. Basically, a verse fitting for um, your career as a teacher and everything, and also, like, maybe your next stage in life. Now, you well, have to mention the one you joked about <laughs> earlier when I mentioned it.
0: I said, oh, yeah, I have a, a verse. This too shall pass.
1: <laughs> this too shall pass. Get all these... these kids off my back.
0: Sometimes teachers have to tell themselves that because you have a rough day with a student. I think any career
1: you got to tell yourself (laughs) that sometimes this too shall pass like everything else. I don't
0: really have like a verse I proclaimed every day I definitely prayed every day and I would laugh you know recently just telling people that you know on the way to school I always had about a 15 or 20 minute drive and, you know, I'd listen to praise music. I'd get all pumped up for the day. And, um, I would really just pray, you know, Lord, let me be your hands and your feet, you know, just help me just meet the needs of the kids, you know, through you and let me be your vessel. But, um, yeah, what was so funny is I would, I would say, yeah, I'd be praising the Lord on the way to work. And then on, on the way home, I would be praying, "Lord, I just don't know if I can do this anymore."
1: <laughs> you, you so have very to.
0: different um, attitudes at the end of the day, but I mean, most days were good, you know. But you you just have that probably towards the end of the year is when the the hard and frustrating days come because the kids are getting tired, you're getting tired um you know we've had enough of each other for the nine months for sure together i've already used all the tricks i know how to use well
1: that's the funny thing is it's always mutual between the uh-huh. students and the teachers uh-huh. like i'm yes. tired of and this then, person
0: and it still doesn't matter on the last day of school we cry and we don't want to, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to say goodbye but um yeah um again i you know if i had to pick a verse i mean just you know train up a child in the way he should go and even though it's a public school you still have teachable moments and you know you're always promoting um Christian precepts I guess and you know wanting to explain to kids it's okay to be upset with each other but you don't have to be mean to each other and always you know Consider the golden rule: Do unto others
1: as others as what as, <laughs> as others would do unto you. Yeah,
0: treat others the way you want to be treated. <laughs> let's say it like that, um, because they, you know, they're still learning those skills. So, you know, we we always I would always promote. You know, if we laugh, we're not laughing at you. We're laughing. We we hope we're laughing with you cuz you know you have to laugh at yourself sometimes and a lot of kids um 10 11 year old kids don't know how to laugh at themselves <laughs> sometimes no and so i think those those are kind of some of those um just social skills a lot of social skills are taught in school um you know that are really sometimes more important than the content that we're supposed to be teaching because if you don't have your behavior in check or those feelings in check, you're not going to be able to focus on the content.
1: And that's very well put. So what, uh, what advice would you give other student teachers and new teachers coming into the career? What, what, what kind of advice would you give them just starting out?
0: I think when I was a new teacher, I was so, um, I guess, stressed and worried about learning the fifth grade content, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was kind of all new to me um, and just, you know, always wanting to make sure that they were becoming proficient in the skills that I was supposed to be teaching. And, you know, gratefully now there's a push in schools about building relationships and so building relationships is really going to be the foundation of how much you're going to be able to teach a child so definitely building relationships is important and um i would also say learn some some balancing i think early on i was so consumed with, you know, learning the content, making sure I was meeting individual needs of the teacher. And this is something I did that I, you know, I guess I heard about this in one of my classes about making individualized spelling lists. And so I would take words that kids were misspelling from their writing and I would try to pull five to eight words. And, you know, I had like twenty, my 25, 26 students that first year. And that was a lot of different spelling lists. <laughs> but I had started it, and I didn't want to backtrack with it. Right. And to be honest, I don't really even think it made a difference because the kids kept spelling the same words wrong.
1: <laughs> kids will be kids.
0: But just learned that... A balance of um, I think teaching can overtake your life um, if you let it because especially those first few years I remember taking so much home and of course, you've got technology now, which is helping a lot, too. But I, sure. I would take textbooks home, and I just wanted to make sure I was teaching You had, like, a station.
1: Right. You had, like, a station mm-hmm. that you brought home, grading and lo- looking at stuff and studying stuff. Like, yeah. you were always doing something at home. So um,
0: I, I definitely, you know, give 110% while you're there at school. But if there's any way you can leave work at yeah, the door leave work and focus just you know don't let that inter interrupt your family time because right. um i think i i did let that interrupt some family time those first weeks well, i years.
1: think everybody does everybody's guilty of that with work sometimes but mm-hmm. i think it's just like you said you got to find that balance and then just try to not take everything so seriously do your exactly. do 100 percent of your job while you're at your job and make sure that you're doing mm-hmm. it well and investing in those children's lives um the best way that you can as far as the, you know morally just being a good person and also their education and then after mm-hmm. that do all that you can do meet all the standards and stuff that the you know the government and the school and everything wants you to meet and then after that just live your life
0: exactly
1: so Um, also this isn't really related to, uh, retirement, but you know what? I'll go back to that. One more thing with retirement then, uh, what is your next move in life? What's the next chapter of life hold for you? What are your big plans? Well, as you know, (laughs) as I know, I do know,
0: um, I am looking forward to going to the beach in September.
1: (laughs) Right, right, right.
0: With my friends. You can go to the beach um, whenever, so whenever you I, want we, to now. Exactly. We've always had to schedule it in the summer. So that's kind of something I'm looking forward to. Um, but I will be taking Lucas to and from his preschool class yep, yep. at Southwest Christian Church. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yep, little Lucas. Yeah. So if y'all don't know, you know, it's a weird thing. It's pro- I've probably lived, I don't know five years five or so years away from home and then uh just recently in the past year and a half two years we moved mom in with us and she's renovating and finishing the basement at the house that my wife and I bought Mm -hmm. and that's going to be her living space so that way she doesn't have to worry about you know property taxes at this place and like living at this other house and everything when she wants to go travel and everything she has the freedom to go travel but when she's here she's going to help us watch our kid save us a lot of money in child care because if you have kids (laughs) and you're paying for daycare you know what i'm talking about it's ridiculous um so that's the apartment's
0: about three quarters of the way finished yes
1: if you want to go check out what is finished there's, there's been more finished since But I did recently post uh, A video on my YouTube channel At Gavin Lamb TV You can go check that out um, You can actually watch these podcasts On Gavin Lamb TV as well If you're interested And we also have uh, Listen to Lamb Chop Chop chat clips On there too So You can go check out A lot more content On the YouTube channel At Gavin Lamb TV And you can also see That basement tour See kind of like Where it's at What it's up to And I uh, I was talking to you hopefully the next time I go down there and do a video, I kind of wanted you to kind of lead the tour yeah. and hopefully it'll be like the finished product.
0: That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Been I'm ready.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Um, oh, but... one
0: other thing I am planning to do in mm-hmm. retirement is learn how to play pickleball.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I've heard of that. I've I have never a played A friend it.
0: that plays. So she's going to take me and, Robin, my friend Robin, we b- both have been wanting to learn.
1: So. so when the basement gets finished and the home gym's finished down there, we're going to have to be working out to get you ready for pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your cardio up. Get your maneuvers ready.
0: Well, I did some yard work Strategy. yesterday. That was that was a workout.
1: Yeah. Mom wanted this bush to be moved. <laughs> and... <laughs> I wish we she, had filmed. She it. was just like, We can't get it. You don't have a trailer hitch on your car. Yeah, we can't pull, pull it out. The so I don't have a hitch. So they were like getting upset that we couldn't get it out. And uh I was
0: gonna transplant
1: it. I was it. I was just I was all about let's just chop it up. I can Ugh, get it out if we chop it up. She no. didn't want she wanted to save it. So it's pretty, pretty shrub. She she wanted it safe, so I couldn't chop it up. So I started getting irritated that they were irritated. And I said, well, I don't know what to tell you. So then she tells me, you give up too easy. So that makes me upset. So I go out there. I get a shovel. I start just jabbing at these roots underneath. Just bam, bam, bam. I loosen it up. I get on one side, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. I got it. With all my might, I go backwards pulling this thing. A lot of torque, a lot of pressure, a lot of weight behind it. And I start pulling, and all of a sudden, both branches that are in my hands snap off. I fly three feet up in the air. <laughs> Land on my Yesterday back with my legs said up. Two oh, feet. Just hit the mic. That's that's how it sounded when I hit the ground. <laughs> Earthquake, boom, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my goodness gracious!" But I flew. I, I immediately started laughing, and I was upset that I didn't have my camera or at least a GoPro on, well, you so you said could see
0: part of the bush broke.
1: Well, no, just the branches um, I was holding on to detached from the rest of the bush, but everything else was fine. And then, so I, t- I told Cody, I said, listen, I'm going to get under there two more times with the shovel. Just pull. And I jabbed it, jabbed it, and we were able just to pull it up, just uprooted. So we got it done. I'm glad you were able
0: to walk today.
1: Yeah, me too. My back, <laughs> my my left shoulder's kind of sore today. That's my good shoulder, so I'm kind of worried, but we'll be all right. Um, Yeah, it's going to be fun. But yeah, like it's just, it's just kind of funny because I always make the joke as a 30-year-old man, I never thought I'd be living with my mom again. Yeah. But we won't, you know, see her very much when think, she has her own space.
0: You know, multi-generational housing is kind of an up-and-coming thing. Oh, um, for sure. I think I eventually would have ended up living with you. So why not do it now?
1: Yeah, why not do it now? And, you know...
0: And really it was his wife's idea
1: Yeah they were all about it And I was kind of I wasn't hesitant I was just like whatever if you're going to do it do it But it happened and it's been great We have you know she's retired now So we have alternative child care And um, you know I I wouldn't have any other Stranger or any other person really That I would trust to watch my kid as much Or help raise my son as my mom So because I love you Thanks honey Did such a great job with me (laughs) you know Just kidding. Well, you did, but, you know. I think so. Um, So, also, off track of all the retirement stuff and all that, congratulations. I'm super proud of you. I love you. I'm happy for you, and I'm excited for this next chapter of your life. Um, I was wondering if you had any, maybe a couple or maybe just even one, really funny memory of dad that we could share on here.
0: Oh, man! I told you to give me these questions in advance
1: you I'm sure you could think of something a
0: funny memory of your dad that I can tell on the radio
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's something oh. What about the 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 washing machine or was it a fridge? Oh my goodness,
0: yep. Well, what made that funny is there were people, there was a couple next door, a little bit older than us, that was renting a house. The house while they were building.
1: Were they outside when it happened? Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: Two different things. (laughs) So they were renting a house while they were having a nicer house built somewhere. And um, really the first thing that happened, your dad was using the... What do you call it? A fish cooker?
1: Oh, yeah. With well, the yeah. Propane, the Yeah. The, the fire, Fish fryer.
0: Yeah, fish fryer. And except he had put a iron skillet on top and was maybe frying fish.
1: I don't know what he was doing.
0: And stepped away from it. Oh. And it caught on fire and it's underneath the garage door. Yeah,
1: he had it in the garage. I remember that.
0: Because it was raining, I think.
1: Yeah, well, I had no idea that this man had yeah. had knocked on the door, but I yeah, opened I get, the door I to the get garage. A
0: door uh, or the doorbell rings, and this guy's out walking his dog. He says, "Hey, I've got a fire down here," and all I could think of was the fire reaching the propane tank.
1: Yeah, and exploding.
0: And I remember yelling through the house, "Gavin, get out of there!" Get out
1: of that Yeah, but I was in the I was in the other room in the basement. So the way I went out <laughs> I is where the where fire you was.
0: Were. And then I was <laughs> screaming for your dad and so this guy I'm sure just thought we were complete idiots.
1: Yeah, just some country bumpkins well, starting fires of weeks and growing.
0: Later. Your dad is taking out an old <laughs> washing machine cuz we got a new one. Uh. And for some reason He's taking it down. We had about twelve steps down the front of the house. He's in back of the washing machine. So, what do you think happens when he starts down? Why was he the in the washing bed? machine? Goes tumbling down the stairs, and lo and behold, this couple is outside again. We look like such an idiot.
1: He, he, you know what part, when he did that part of me thinks he wanted to shoot it down the stairs just to see I what would happen know, he knew we were getting rid of it so maybe he was just like you know what I'm they were probably this.
0: like we have got to get out of this place <laughs> they were like before they... they were talking to their
1: contractor Could y'all speed things up we gotta <laughs> this is a, this is a terrible neighborhood uh-huh, Yeah. well yeah that's funny Um yeah I also am eventually well you know I could tell that story on the podcast, but I'll save it, but it is, it's the toilet story.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And you had yes. to, you had to get out of the house cause it was so bad. Oh yes. As a little sneak peek, I'm going to bring that story up later on. So if you want to hear that yeah. one, I might, oh, I might yes. bring that story up the next podcast, episode 25. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, so I got a couple little questions for you, little fun questions, then we'll wrap this thing up. Um, what's your favorite fruit?
0: probably cantaloupe and blueberries
1: what um what would be your dream job if it wasn't teaching obviously
0: my dream job
1: or actually you know what since you're retired if you if you retired and you had to go back to work what would it be well even though i know you don't want to go back I, to work i I'm just i
0: don't think i am qualified? Qualified, but I would love to be a children's author. Really? I think that would be
1: cool. And you actually had a friend that taught with you the first couple of years that oh, yeah, became a children's author, books. right? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Um,
0: I've actually started a book about the Great Depression and...
1: Oh, reading. No, I've
0: started writing. I mean, it's been like five years ago, so it's probably not going to get finished.
1: What do you mean? You started writing a book?
0: (laughs) Yes, about our grandfather that worked for the CCC. Civilian Conservation Corps in the Great Depression. Why am I just my now grandfather, finding, your great grandfather?
1: Why am I just now finding out about this? You're writing a book on a. I'm just now finding out on a podcast that you're trying to. <laughs> you're an author.
0: I mean, I basically am just writing it as a historical. Well, there's some fiction in it too, but it's the basis is your grandfather being, yeah, going to work for the CCC during the Depression.
1: Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that I never knew any any of this. <laughs> he, <laughs> well, five surprise, years. Surprise. Oh, okay. I get it. I so might it like, have
0: time to work on it now. Yeah, I'm you're retiring.
1: retired. You should start writing. A lot of people retire and start writing books. Yeah. Um, We'll get one more here. I'm going to pick one out. And do you have like a fun fact you can share at the end? About like, what? Anything. Anything that you might think's like kind of uh, that people might not know, or weird, or quirky, or something, or just well, a fun fact.
0: Well, I do have a fun fact. Do I say it now?
1: Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, here. This is a good question, and then you can say your fun fact. What is your biggest kitchen fail ever? Like, what have you ever tried to do something in the kitchen, or were cooking something that went completely wrong? Oh my
0: goodness! I tried to cook. Is it? Sp- spinach brownies
1: spinach brownies
0: because they were supposed to be healthy <laughs> oh terrible Ugh, it they, they are terrible no i think it was spinach oh
1: gosh that does sound awful
0: <laughs> it was
1: awful you make a, a kick in spinach dip you should yeah. just stick to that yeah for sure yeah. also okay before you s- say the fun fact another story kind of involves dad and i want to share because I, ha- I haven't had you on the podcast i think i have shared this story on the podcast before and it, it traumatized me because I didn't understand the situation.
0: I think I know what you're going to say. We
1: got home from vacation. <laughs> and well, I was a, thinking of two things, A chicken. A chicken. Well, you can share that story I a minute. <laughs> we got home from vacation. And I guess apparently dad had left. He went to pull something out of the freezer before we left for vacation and put a whole chicken on top of the freezer, or on top of the fridge or something, and then forgot to put it back in. So it got left out the entire week or Four or five days we were gone, and when we came back, the entire house—like
0: eighty degree—we'd yeah, eighty degree, le- yeah, 80 degree up, house air
1: up. This yeah. chicken, raw chicken, was left out in the house, and it stunk the entire house up. Right?
0: Oh, it was awful. I thought somebody had died in the house.
1: Well, I just remember it stank really bad, it, and it and, was
0: midnight. We got home like at midnight, yeah.
1: and I—if and I'm correct, I believe Dad was in the already. Bad mood because he had already been pulled over on the way home from that I trip. I don't remember, maybe. And we get home and he runs out, gag- like he goes in first, <laughs> runs out of the house gagging. He might have <laughs> even thrown up on the front porch. And I'm just sitting there. And, and I thought we
0: heard that there had been a bank robbery while we were out of town or well, something. Well, then
1: maybe that is what I was so scared about because i you might have said something about a body or something and then everything stunk terribly bad and then I remember y'all just kept saying there's a chicken in the house a chicken so I was up on the <laughs> kitchen table looking for a ch- I didn't know it was a dead chicken on the fridge I thought there was a chicken in our house somewhere and I was terrified that was what my memory of it was
0: oh my gosh that was awful we went and slept with Uncle Charles yeah I
1: remember we had to wake down him the up the street and he was living in a he, be... he lived in like a little uh, trailer at that yeah, point
0: yeah I thought we were gonna have to <laughs> Burn the clothes in the house. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, that was a terrible, terrible time. What what was the story that you were thinking I was going to say?
0: I was thinking you were going to say another trip we were coming back from when we had Sasha with us.
1: (gasps) Oh, no. Talking about when we just bought the house at Abbotsford. Mom, I've never seen Mom more (laughs) upset.
0: We had brand new carpet. It was Berber, but it was like a light. Almost white, kind yeah, of Berber carpet, brand new, everything. My first brand new house. Ever. We, had t-
1: we had never really taken Sasha with us on vacations, mm-hmm. but we took her to Savannah with us this time. And on the way back, we let her out to use the restroom, and she ran off into the woods for a little bit. Uh. And had eaten something, a rotten animal or something.
0: Barbecue. Barbecue or something. smelling like barbecue.
1: Yeah, I think it was like old barbecue that someone had poured out or left out mm-hmm. by the pit or burnt mm-hmm. even. And she came home, ran into the house, and, and then threw up. Three piles of throw up of this and burnt I, barbecue this time, all over the brand new carpet.
0: The rule was dogs were not going to come in the house. Yeah, in the our new, new house. house.
1: So we had already put up a pin and everything. But your dad let was her run like, in.
0: Let her in. Let her in. and oh, that she was bad. Cute on my brand new carpet, and I just went into the bathroom and shut the door.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I had never seen my mom that upset, and I, I, I kept I knocked on the door, and she said I just need a minute, and and <laughs> I, I went I your, went.
0: Your, your protection and I your went, dad's protection. I
1: went to dad and I said, dad, I think mom's crying in the bathroom. And he just looked at me and goes, sometimes that happens, son. And I was just like, all right. So he's out there trying to scrub and vacuum and clean up all this vomit. Mom's oh, crying so in the bathroom. Sad. It's like almost one in the morning at this point And I'm just sitting there like, well, I think I'm going to go watch a movie in my room. <laughs> And then I was, I felt so bad because I knew that mom and dad were both really mad at Sasha, <laughs> our dog. And I was like, poor Sasha. It was like Peter Pan, poor Nana. <laughs> poor Sasha. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, so. I guess we're gonna wrap this one up, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I want I'm gonna have mom on a couple more episodes later on, but I definitely wanted to have her on for a retirement episode. No, I think they're gonna think this is a great one. I I enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: I really love the headphones. I have to wear.
1: You don't. The audio sounds good in them though, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does, but they're not very comfortable.
1: (laughs) Well, you don't have to wear them. It's just for like audio control. You don't actually have to wear them as long as the mics work. You can just sit there without a headset on. So if you want to do it next time without a headset, you don't have to. I have to do that. Um, Now you tell me. Now I tell her. So did you have fun, though? I did. Yeah. So we
0: had a fun day.
1: Fun day. Yeah, we just actually went and saw the new Top Gun Maverick. It was my second time seeing it. it I took Mom. And we watched the original the other night just to kind of refresh. So we saw that one. you know
0: a movie's good because at one point, you know you something's about to happen, and you know it, it didn't. And I, I remember audibly saying, Thank God,
1: yeah. I heard, her. <laughs> I heard, her, she thought, oh, Thank God, and I was like, She's into this movie, These
0: are like, she you is know,
1: into this movie, and I knew she would be.
0: Characters, but it I is, was into it. It's
1: a great movie, 10 out of 10, right? Yeah, is that what you're honest? honest rating definitely it was really good it was uh i think it went down as one of the world's best sequels ever so far and i think it like it lived up to that Mm -hmm. um so anyway like i said if you guys want to watch this podcast or watch any of the other content that we put out you can go check us out at gavin lamb tv on youtube hit that subscribe button um also you need to go to spotify anchor apple google podcast wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to this podcast Leave us a rating or or a review. And also, um, if you want to, if you rate us a five-star rating on Spotify and subscribe and then go to the Gavin Lamb TV YouTube channel and subscribe, all you have to do is DM me and let me know, and I will send you a personalized thank you note and a Listen to Lamb Chop sticker. So it's easy as that. You can join the Listen to Lamb Chop and the Gavin Lamb TV family and just know when we put out new content. So, also, if you want to go snag some swag at hewouldlovefirst.com, you can get that. Get your hats, bracelets, t shirts, anything you want. Use my discount code, all caps, GLTV, um, and share that with someone else. You know, what would Jesus do? He would love first. So, go check them out. And uh also, go and show some love to the Facebook page, Gavin Lamb TV, and also my buddy's page. It's not landscapes by jake anymore it's actually called blissful scapes he's got a lot of beautiful oil paintings Mm -hmm. and i know i promised to show them i got them put away right now so they're gonna be on the next podcast so sorry for that i know i promised y'all when i did the podcast with mom that i would show you the oil paintings but i don't have them right now so we will get those in here uh you got any final thoughts or anything (laughs) no No? (laughs) i'm on right. vacation i'm on vacation don't ask me about final thoughts are we done with this thing we're done okay all right as always guys thank you so much for tuning in i forgot what i'm supposed to say
0: ciao for now
1: ciao for now. is that the new is that the new thing ciao for now guys as always guys thank you for tuning in to the listen to lamb chop podcast faith moves mountains much love peace out